Hey folks, welcome back to the Friday show here on the Culture Jack podcast. I'm your host, Dustin, and uh, I want you to know before we get into the show today, like the depths of my procrastination. So I've got to go clear, <laughs> I've got to go clear snow out of the driveway and I, I don't want to, like I'm, I'm putting off getting out the snowblower and going out and clearing snow. And so to put that off, I I'm like, well, I have to record a podcast as well. I can't, I obviously I cannot go out and clear snow before I have recorded the culture Jack podcast for my, my friends on the internet. And I said, well, you know, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not ready. Cause there's something about recording a podcast that you have to be in a certain headspace to record a good podcast. And I, I mean, I guess it could be debated on whether the, the podcast that I do eventually end up recording, editing and putting on the internet for you fine people are good podcasts, but that's a debate for another day. So I'm like, well, I can't record a podcast because I've got all this laundry that I've got to do. And so I, I, I've got to, to wash, dry and fold these loads of laundry, laundry, like doing the dishes in the dishwasher, uh, one it's a, a luxury to have it, right? I'm not hanging things out on a clothesline and I'm not uh, doing doing the dishes just in the sink entirely. And so I, I realize that's a luxury, but the thing about doing laundry and doing the dishes is when you when you do them and you have the things going, it's a very passive task. So you don't really have to have to do too much. Well, fortunately for myself, I have a load of laundry that has done washed and dried. All I have to do is fold it now, or I could leave it on a pile in my bed. And, and so I procrastinated in doing the podcast by saying I had to do the laundry. I procrastinated doing the laundry because I've got 14 gigabytes of free space on my Xbox that I could go check out game pass and see if there's any cool games there. See if there's any cool games that I have yet to download from games, games with gold on Xbox. And so I downloaded a couple games. And so here I am. I mean, not now. Now, obviously, I'm recording the podcast. But here I am before I sat down to do this podcast playing Windjammers 2 on Xbox, a game that I recently downloaded on Game Pass. I'm home all alone. My children are off at school. My wife is at work. So I'm playing Windjammers 2 by myself. It is... I think a game designed to be played with someone else, though, let me tell you, the computer, the AI function in Windjammers 2 put up a hell of a fight. Like it was not easy victories all day long. And so I <laughs> was playing Windjammers 2 instead of recording a podcast. And I was recording uh, a, a podcast instead of doing laundry, or I was doing laundry instead of recording a podcast. And I was recording a podcast instead of clearing snow. So eventually I'll be caught up and I'll have to go clear snow. So even though you have me sitting here talking to you on the podcast, you won't, you won't always, and I will have freed myself up to go plow that snow. And it'll feel good once I get the snow gone, the driveway will be clear. I won't have to worry about myself or anyone else being stuck in my driveway. And that's what you tune into this podcast about. To listen to the lamentations of a man, uh, a procrastinating 
Pro that I've been seeing a lot of podcast stuff on TikTok lately. And I don't know, obviously, when you're on TikTok or you're on Facebook or you're on YouTube, YouTube and uh, TikTok and all of these other platforms, they decide what you what you like based on your searches, based on your clicks. And so my my spaces within these apps are going to look largely different than your own. And so obviously TikTok knows that I have a podcast, knows that I have a platform on which to speak to you digitally uh, through your ear canals in an auditory fashion. Well, how else would you speak, <laughs> speak to someone through their ears? And I've been seeing a lot of, uh, there's a filter where you can, it, it's mostly women, they, they have a, a beard and they have a nose ring and they're doing men's podcast telling, saying how horrible women are and, and this sort of thing. And so if anyone's listening to my podcast, hopefully I don't give off that vibe. Hopefully I, you, you don't come here thinking I'm some uh, woman hating cretin. Uh, hopefully you just think I'm a, a fan of the video game and movie genres that Anthony and I dabble in. Anyway, this has been a long intro to a short podcast. I mean, potentially. Or it's been a long intro to a long podcast. Regardless, I think it's been a long, a long intro. This is the Friday show. And here on the Friday show, I get to talk about whatever, my, whatever it is my little heart desires. And I, I guess even, even more so before I get into it. Yeah. Just talking about my procrastination and my procrastination has now extended into this podcast space because I have not gotten to talk about the main subject of my mind today. I've just been talking about my procrastination and how other podcasts appear to be, at least through the eyes of some of the women that have, have seen them or heard them on my TikTok algorithm. Uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah. I wanted to t remind you, I wanted to tell you, I wanted to remind you that the Culture Jack podcast will be taking some kind of a break in March. We are going to only have, I know we're going to fall in to all of the other scrubs in the podcasting space and fall down to one episode a week in March while we uh, kind of recalibrate and readjust and take a break. As we've been doing five episodes a week for a long, long time. And so in March, you're going to get maybe one episode a week. Monday Madness on February 28th is going to be your last dose of that five day, five week, five week, five day a week <laughs> goodness that you've been getting. And so, yeah, it's going to be a culture jacked, culture jack spring break. If you have not already, if, if this impending break from the continued onslaught of culture jack podcast episodes has you frightened, has you perturbed and disturbed and in any other way kind of anxious about it don't be anxious just listen to us let us know that you love us there's a there's a couple ways you can let us know that you love us you can subscribe to the podcast which will update you whenever we put out new episodes on the channel you can at the end of this podcast episode leave us a review i'll try and remember to remind you at the end but i'm not nearly as good as i want to be in that, that gluttonous self-promotion. And this isn't the only show that we have on the Culture Jack podcast. So if you don't like sitting here listening to me uh, self-denigrate and talk about my faults and my procrastination, 
we have another guy that runs this podcast. It's Anthony. He's got two shows that he does on the regular, and then he jumps in on the uh, on today's episode talking about movie and television show reviews and recaps on that we have semi-regularly on Saturday, though it's my turn. And so I'm talking about Cowboy Bebop tomorrow. Tune in for that. But he's got The Weekend Wire, where he talks about movie and television news, talks about, unfortunately, people within that space within the movie industry, those celebrities that maybe have passed, or he talks about scandals that might be ongoing, talks about new movies that are coming out. What are the relations to movies and comic books that he loves and adores? He's kind of a collector too. And then on Monday, he talks about whatever he wants. Maybe he can talk about his procrastination on <laughs> on Monday Madness, though he strikes as much uh, less of a procrastinator than myself. And that just could be my, like I said, my anxiety coming, coming out. What do I, what am I talking about on the show today? You may be waiting for with bated breath, though, if you clicked on this podcast episode, surely it will have a a title that alludes to as such. Surely it will have a description that you could have read and, and maybe, uh, maybe seen what I was planning on doing, but I'm talking about today. What I want to talk about today is if I were a nine-year-old boy and I jumped into a time machine and I flew through through the infinite cosmos of space and time and landed here in my in my driveway that I've most recently snowblown, or I will by the time my time traveling self arrives in my driveway, I'll have snow snowblown the driveway for myself. If I were to land in that that freshly blown driveway (laughs) as a nine-year-old boy and I walked up to the front door of this house and I came in and I saw myself sitting here podcasting, what would be some revelations that I would have to my future self? What would be some things that I would think of what I have become? And would the, the Dustin of, let's see, at nine years old, It was probably 1994, 1994, the Dustin from 1994 meeting the Dustin from 2022. What would be some revelations that I'd have about what kind of monster I've turned into? What would be some revelations uh, about what this moment in history looks like? And granted, the nine-year-old Dustin of 1994 was not paying nearly as much attention as, as I do now. Well, I like to think, <laughs> I like to think that I pay attention. I like to think that I'm a little more aware and a little less aloof than I once was as a child, as I would hope we all are. So I don't want to talk about necessarily like all of the, <laughs> the abject horror and disgust I would see in myself if I, I said, man, you've really let yourself go. You're not in in great, great shape. My God, what is that beard on your face? Are you telling me we grow a beard in the future? You don't have any hair on your head. My Lord, the, (laughs) the passage of time has not treated you kindly. 37 year old Dustin. It's not, it's not right that this is the bleak future that I have to look forward to. Now, as a time-traveling young boy, would I go back into the past with the memory of what had happened in my own future and be able to change that? Well, I'll leave that up to you, uh, the listener, 
to decide what canon is when it comes to the time travel mechanics in the Culture Jack podcast. But I show up. I show up to my door and I welcome myself in. And despite the neighbors thinking this some very bizarre scene, a, a, a young boy in what I imagine would be like an orb if I were in a time traveling device. And I don't know if that's just from the, the movie and the book, the time traveler, whether it, uh, whether it is like an orb like that, or maybe it's just like a car. Like what was I, what was I riding when I was nine, I was probably riding a bicycle. So most likely if I had gone and equipped a bicycle with the appropriate quantum bending mechanics needed to time, time travel, well then I would probably, I'd probably show up on a time traveling bicycle. So anyway, I say, Hey Dustin, you know, you can park your, park your time traveling bike right over there. Would there be a point at which I'd invited my younger self into my my home of the future that I said one moment, I'll be right back. And then I went and took his time traveling bike and I rode into the future. So leaving my younger self stranded in a future timeline in a, a point in history that was not his own, I would then time travel to a point further in history, further in history, further into the future. Cause history is beyond us though at that point I mean it's all back to the future nonsense at that point wouldn't want to meet my future self but in this scenario that's exactly what I'm doing all right so if I don't steal his time traveling bicycle which I would be very tempted to do let's not lose the (laughs) let's not lose the plot here yet Dustin I mean you've already lost it you talked about uh, snow blowing, but I'm glad that I'm glad that younger Dustin, when he came to the future, looked like I at least had my shit enough uh, together or together enough to have my driveway snow blown for him, which I don't right now. So if he did show up right now, he'd be disappointed in me. I mean, or would he? Because I wasn't <laughs> as a child. It wasn't like I had some kind of ferocious work ethic. It wasn't like I had some get it done mentality in 1994. I was, I was playing a lot of games on the super Nintendo entertainment system. This was two years before I got my very own PlayStation. Yeah. Was it two years? Maybe it was three years before I'd gotten my PlayStation. Anyway, I come into my home and I am just amazed that I have my own home in the future. Like a nine-year-old me would probably still think, not really be thinking about a life out on his own yet, be thinking about a life where he had his own house and he was still living in the basement of his parents' house. In 1994, was I in the basement yet? Was I in the upstairs room? Doesn't matter. So I come into the house and I'm like, wow, holy cow, I've got a house in the future. Yeah, you sure do. And then, you know, he chastises me about my looks, my appearance, my beard, my, my head, my gut, all the rest. I said, man, there's a lot, there's a lot that you're going to bear witness to as a child in 1994, maybe not in 1994, but as you grow through the years and there's going to be some terrible things. And for the sake of this thought experiment, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to share with my younger self all of the 
the horrific things that happen, the 9-11s. I'm not going to tell them that there will be a pandemic that sweep, sweeps the nation and the world and shuts everything down and uh, the strained relations with his, his friends and his family because of the thing. I'm not going to tell him any of that. I'm going to, I'm going to say, Hey man, you have a lot of great things. And, and I mean, beside the fact a nine-year-old Dustin knowing that he had children or will have children in the future, like what a like mind blown for this little kid coming in the door. Uh, and these are going to be your children. I show them pictures and they go, wow, holy cow. I get to boss someone around. I'm like, yeah, you're not, not going to be uh, quite the, the parent that you thought you were going to be, not the one that you wanted to be, but you, you do an all right job, kid. Uh, <laughs> this is a weirdly thera- therapeutic episode as well, I guess. Uh, and yeah, you get, you get married and, and you know, he'll being nine, you'll probably go, Oh, gross. You know, girls are gross still at that age. But the thing that I wanted to do, <laughs> which I really am getting off track about now is I wanted to, to think about in a material way, what a 37 year old Dustin has that a nine year old Dustin did not have or wouldn't have. And he'll come into my house He'll say, so this is my house. I say, yeah, it's sure, it's, it sure is your house. And he'll look in my living room and go, wow, you've got a really big TV. And my God, it's very flat. He'll say, he'll say that's, a, that's a very flat, slender TV. He might not even recognize it as being a TV because, of course, TVs took up a lot more room back in 1994. And I'll say, yeah, that's a TV right there. It's a, a well, I don't even know what size it is. It's a 50-inch, is it a Toshiba? <laughs> It's not a, it's like one of those bargain TVs, honestly, in my living room. I'll say, yeah, that's a TV. I'll say, what else is that on your, on your counter there? And I'll say, well, that's a Nintendo Switch dock. I'll say, what is a Nintendo Switch? In 1994, we'll have a Super Nintendo Entertainment System in our home. I think it'll still be a couple years before the Nintendo 64 is released. And I'll say, well, it's a, it's a grown up version of that. It is what, the Super Nintendo has become. It's where that company evolved to. He'll say, well, well, can we turn it on? I'll say, well, that, the switch isn't there. That's just the dock for it. He'll say, the dock? I'll say, you know the Game Boy that you have? You know Pokemon Red? You know Pokemon Blue? Well, it's it's like that. You can take this whole game system out, and it's got a little screen on it, and you can play on it. I'll say, well, let's see it. So I'll, I'll find it, and I'll pull it out for him. I'll be like, this is it. And... He'll look at it and he'll say, wow, holy cow, look at the size of this screen. Because in comparison to a Game Boy, the, that that screen size is like, God, it's like seven times as big. Maybe not that much. Maybe it's four or five times as big. But it's a lot bigger. It's a good deal bigger. I'll say, oh, yeah, check this out. And I'll turn the TV on and we'll plop the switch as he's playing I don't know what game he would be playing. Whatever game I end up showing this young man as he comes into my house, it will blow his mind. Because playing SNES, I think probably the most graphically impressive game on that console would probably be Mario Kart, just because of the 3D mechanics around it. And if you if you go back to the Mario Kart from Super Nintendo, it's not like super gra- graphically Im- impressive. The walls were stuck to the floor. Like when you were 
if you'd know it was a wall because you'd hit it and you'd it'd stop your cart, but it was just like a. Anyway, I could show him the the Mario Kart from today, Mario Kart Eight. I'll say, yeah, this is the new Mario Kart. You still destroy your brother on it. You still dominate every competitor that pulls up to the starting line in this racing game, this Mario Kart game. You are still fiercely competitive, and he'll say, well, that's good to know. He's like. Am I fiercely competitive uh, with just my brother or my friends that come over? And I'll say, well, you know, you're you're fiercely competitive with uh, your brother and your friends that come over. However, when you go online, uh, you're you're not you're not the greatest by far. There are people that spend way way more time on these things than you do, and they've gotten way better than you could possibly ever be. And he'll say online. What's online? There's no lines in this TV. The TV's very clear, he'll say. And then I'll have to explain to him what the like the concept of online multiplayer and being able to play with someone across the world. And at this point, my nine-year-old self had never even gotten. I mean, we <laughs> in 1994. The internet was, I mean, it was just becoming a thing and it wasn't a thing in our household yet. I think until probably 96. And so I'll talk to him about chat rooms and I'll tell him to be careful when he gets online and finally goes into these chat rooms, though he will find many people to fall in love with as a young man. There are also many people that are very scary in online situations and how online has evolved. And after I tell him, that this amazing concept exists where he can play Mario Kart with someone in Japan or someone in Australia, someone from across the world or across the country. He'll say, that's amazing. We should try it. And I'll say, yeah, it's, I mean, they're pretty nasty. <laughs> they're not nice online. And he'll say, what, well, what do you mean? I'll say, well, they just, you know, they curse you out. They tell you your, your gameplay is not very good. I said, when multiplayer when online multiplayer first came about and some of the first games that I played were burnout uh, halo 3 when we would hook up a microphone and talk to these people online it was a good time and they were genuinely interested to know about the place you were and where you were playing from but today anymore not a lot of people talk online and those that do do not talk in a way that is sincere, genuine, or very kind at all. And he'll say, well, that, that kind of sucks. And I'll say, well, you, you know, you don't have to worry about online games so much because single-player games are, I mean, they're the bee's knees. Uh, I'll introduce him to Minecraft. I'll, I'll show him the games that I have. And the Dustin from 1994 will say, my God, I had one game that I would play for months at a time. I would replay the game. I would play it from start to finish. And I'd say, I don't even finish most of the games that I play. Honestly, Dustin, I try some games out. And even though I paid $40, $60, I'll never see the credits roll on these games. And you'll say, why? And I'll have to think. I'll have to ponder about it. And... I don't know why. I mean, these games are good. The The gameplay is fun and dynamic. The graphics are much improved, which he'll be blown away by. Again, 
you know, the difference between Mario Kart uh, from the 90s and Mario Kart 8 from today are just so dramatically, like the gap between them is so huge. I'll say, I don't know. I have a good time with them. There's just so much to play. You'll be like, what do you mean so much to play? I'll say, well, let me show you. And I'll open up my catalog of games on the Xbox where I have over over 200 games that I've purchased that are still in that in that ecosystem, in the Xbox ecosystem. So I can play games from the Xbox through the Xbox series eras. You'll say, what's an Xbox? <laughs> I'll say, oh, you don't know about the Xbox. Because at that point, the PlayStation was not even out yet. It was just Nintendo. It was all Nintendo. I mean, there was the Sega Genesis and the and the Dreamcast. I think the Dreamcast around the same time as the Nintendo 64. But there was Sega Genesis, and that was really it. That was the only competition. I mean, we played a few games on the computer. Played Dragon's Lair. Played uh, <laughs> Sim City. There was some cool painting programs on the computer at that point. But I'll have to explain to him what an Xbox is and what the, the console wars were between the PlayStation and the Nintendo and the Xbox. He'll be amazed. He'll be amazed. Like, past Dustin will be amazed by the amount of content that future Dustin has access to. And I'll tell him, I'll look him straight in the eye and I'll say, you know what the, the worst part is? <sighs> I don't even know if I enjoy playing games that much. He will be taken aback. He will be insulted. His ver down to his very core, the very core of his soul. He will he will <laughs> he will stand in just horror that his future self does not find the same kind of childlike wonder that he does currently in games. I don't explain to him that it's not necessarily that the games are bad or that, you know, you get different priorities when you're older. I'll say to my, my younger self and though the games, even on the super Nintendo entertainment system, which is the one that he's playing them on back in his own portion of time, when he hops back on his time machine bicycle, if I haven't stolen it by them, even those games are new and fresh and exciting and the gameplay feels drastically different from game to game, even though they're all essentially carbon copies. I'll tell them there will come a time where you can eventually see, you can see behind the curtain and you can see that all of these games are sometimes cheap knockoffs of their predecessors, sometimes they're incredible knockoffs of their predecessors, but the characters will all move in the same way. You'll see how the camera shifts, how you can actually change the camera. I'll have to introduce him to like a dual analog, a dual analog stick movement control and camera control that's really been uh, cemented as the industry standard for the future. He'll be like, what about movies? I'll say, oh my gosh, let me tell you about movies. You know, uh, comic books, and uh, you know, as a as a nine year old boy, I'd I'd read a few. I'd say, yeah, I know about comic. He's like, what about trading cards? What about the X Men? You know about the X Men? I'll say, oh my gosh, it's one of my favorite Saturday morning cartoons. I'll say, well, you know, Saturday morning cartoons aren't really a thing. I'll say, what do you mean they're not really a thing? I'll say, well, we have access to as many cartoons, as many shows, as many 
as many things as you want to consume and watch whenever you want to watch them through streaming. Like what's streaming? I'll have to explain to them uh, that we can we can get on any one of these apps that we pay a subscription fee fee for and watch any of the movies that we want to watch whenever we want to watch them as many times as we want to watch them. We're like, well, if you're watching that many movies, you'll have to you'll have to spend a lot of time rewinding them. And I'll I'll remember at that point that this young man has not been introduced to any kind of medium beyond a cassette tape <laughs> at this point. And so I'll have to explain that we don't rewind things anymore. They just play and then they're ready to play play again. We can rewind certain sections if we want to look at them, but there is no be kind rewind with a automatic uh <laughs> automatic rewinder or you know, you can rewind faster if you stop the cassette first and then rewind rather than having it play and then hitting the rewind button. He'll be very impressed with that. Uh, maybe we'll sit down. Maybe I'll sit down with my younger self and we'll watch a few a few movies out of the MCU, out of the Avengers. Though he might not be such a big fan because he only likes cartoons. And I'll say, well, you like cartoons. And he'll say, yeah, I'm, I'm sad that, you know, you've kind of lost your joy of video games. And even though you've got all these cool movies, not, I mean, the cartoons are okay, but I'm sad that I'm not going to like cartoons anymore. And to this, I, I'll reassure him. I'll reassure my younger self and I'll say, hey, man, you don't have to worry about that. You're going to like cartoons at least up until this point in time. I mean, when I get on that that time traveling bicycle and go further into the future to meet my 50 year old self, maybe you'll have cooled off on them a little bit. But video games are, are not video games, but cartoons are going to be a big part of your life. I'll say you haven't even been introduced to anime yet. Be like, what's anime? I'll say, oh my gosh, buddy, anime is Japanese cartoons. Be like, but I don't speak Japanese. I'll say, that's fine. Don't worry. They got uh, English dubs or subtitles that you'll have to read. Like, you can read that fast? I'll be like, yeah, I can read that fast. You're going to be able to read that fast too. Don't you worry about it. And I'll tell them about things like Akira. I'll tell them about things like Ninja Scroll and Ghost in the Shell. But I won't be able to show him. Not yet. uh, Because... I'll say, hey, they're a little violent for you. I don't think I don't think it's probably time yet to show you that. However, you are really close, buddy. You are you are within shoot, six years, seven years of being introduced to Dragon Ball Z. Like, what's Dragon Ball Z? Oh man, Dragon Ball Z, this alien race of Saiyans loses one of their own on Earth after he's He's sent there to destroy it, but he knocks his head, and so he doesn't remember, but he's super powerful. He can shoot these super key blasts out of his hands. He's got a tail and a staff that elongates. It's um, loosely based on the the journey to the journey to the west, journey to the west, journey to the east. But Goku is the main character. He rides a flying cloud called Nimbus. He has an instructor named Roshi who gets nosebleeds because he's a pervert. It's so awesome. You're going to be so excited to see this thing. And... It is going to start you out on a whole journey of collecting as much anime as you can. Like, wow, so I must I must have seen all the anime. I said, at a point, you did. <laughs> there was a point in time where you had and had seen all the anime. There was a point in time when you got your first job and you still lived with your parents. 
you had nothing to spend your money on except for anime that you found on Amazon. And he's like, the rainforest? Like, no, man, not the rainforest. You don't know what Amazon is. Of course not. Amazon is a company that got on the internet, which you still don't know about yet, got on the internet and they started selling books and you could order books from them. He's like, that's cool. What's that got to do with anime though? Like, oh, anime, anime books. Books is not where it stopped. They continued. They started selling shoes, shoes and books. He's like, cool. Then shoes and books and movies. He's like, cool. Then shoes and books and movies and beauty products. He says, cool. Shoes and books and movie products and toys. And he's like, awesome. I love toys. I'm nine years old. That shit's still popping to me. So Amazon sells everything now. And there's all kinds of scandals and things related to Amazon and how they treat their workers and pay pay their workers and what kind of conditions are in their factories and whatnot. The automated robots and be like, what's AI? And I'll tell them about AI and I'll tell them about all of the enhancements that have been made in the future when it comes to self-driving cars and when it comes to the phones that we keep in our pockets. You'd be like, you have a phone in your pocket? I'm like, yeah, it's a cell phone, man. And you'd be like, what's a cell phone? I'm like, well, cell phones originally were just to call people and then, then you could start texting. You could write them stories to one another in your pocket. But now you can have access to the whole entire internet. You can even play games on your phone right now. And I'll pull out my phone and I'll show him Rocket League sideswipe on my phone. And say, this is the coolest thing ever. How could you ever be sad or miserable? And I'll say, I'll, I, f- I figured out a way. <laughs> and that's not to say, dear listener of Culture Jack podcast, that I am sad and miserable because I'm not. I just, I think it's a good exercise for me to introduce my child self to my current life. And I I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to be all motivational and stuff, but if you ever find that you are not in a, in a great place, you're in a pretty cool, cool place in comparison to your nine-year-old self. And so invite your, your nine-year-old time traveling, bicycle riding, Mario Kart, Super Nintendo playing self from the past, invite them into your home, show them everything that you have, show, show them all of the cool progress that you've made, show them the neat art that you have created, the stories that you've written, the friendships that you've made or the friendships that you've kept. He'll probably ask me, do I have any of the friends that I did now? Like, are are you still friends with people that you knew. And you'll say, yeah, you know, yeah, I am. Some of them, unfortunately, have turned into acquaintances. But Anthony, you still get to see him on occasion. You'll say, that's great. But what do you mean on occasion? He's not like your neighbor. He doesn't live in the same house with you. I'll say, I'll say no. Um, unfortunately, when you're an adult, you kind of want your own space. I mean, that that dream of a commune, uh, commune, <laughs> commune, commune still lives in all of us. I want to have a bunch of houses with all my friends in it. We've got a, a general area that we all gather and have holiday dinners in, but still have our own houses or rooms that we can go back into. I guess I just want a mansion still. But when I think I want a mansion, I just got to go, wow, my nine-year-old self would be really impressed with this house that he owns in the future. He'd think it was a mansion, kind of. I still hang out with some of my old buddies. Yeah, yeah, friend, I do. Anthony, the the one of your old pals, he's still uh, he's still kicking. And in fact, I've got a podcast with him. 
He'll say, what's a podcast? I'll explain to him it's like a radio show, but it's on the internet like everything else is. And he'll say, that sounds lame. (laughs) I'll say, I know, sometimes I feel like it is, but it's also really cool because I get to share these experiences. I get to share the fact that you decided to take time out of your busy fourth grade day. Maybe you took the day off from school to jump on your time traveling bike and ride it through into the future into my freshly snow blown driveway. Or I guess, like I said earlier, my driveway that's, that's covered in snow still. And I'll bid him, bid him farewell. And I'll, I'll say, Hey man, you know, I I have two children now. And so I'll, I'll, those fatherly instincts will kick in and I'll make sure he's got a, a hat and gloves. When he goes out the door, I'll pack him something to, Something for his journey, maybe a little lunch, and I'll uh, I'll bid him bid him farewell. I'll send him back through time. I mean, if I don't kick that little fucker in the teeth and and snag his bicycle and ride into the future myself, <laughs> and then my fifty year old self will be like, oh my god, shit's really gone downhill. The you, everything's on fire. The apocalypse has happened. There's zombies everywhere. You can't trust your neighbors. Mary, Eric, I'm sure I could still trust you guys. I'm sure I'm sure you guys are still fine in the future. We'll be fighting off zombie hordes together. Anyway, that's uh that's my little thought experiment I wanted to go through. I wanted to kind of talk through with you. I just think that if nine-year-old me saw everything that I have and have accomplished today, even if I were to get down on myself and say, you haven't really done anything with your life, man. You haven't really gone anywhere. I tell him about the trips I took. I tell him I went to Japan. I'm like, why'd you go to Japan? I tell him I went to New Zealand. He's like, what's New Zealand? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nine-year-old Dustin was kind of an idiot. As you'll find probably all nine-year-old you are as yourself were in comparison to yourself, you know, two decades later, three decades later. <laughs> the endless march of time. It just, it just goes on Windjammers jammers too. interesting game to play. I think that's it for the Friday show. I think, uh, this thought experiment reached its natural conclusion and left me in the same place that I started rambling mostly coherently, but partially incoherently, uh, to you about Windjammer Windjammers jammers I've downloaded a couple other games too. I got death door, uh, downloading right now. And then also I downloaded, the space invaders there's like a new it's not a new space invaders game it's from the 360 but it's a space invaders game and so i'm excited to play that again i'm going to take a moment and appreciate the hundreds of games that i have on my xbox i'm going to appreciate all the tvs that i have in my house oh he'd be wilding out by the fact that i had more than one tv and most of them are over 50 inches um in diameter So that's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. I think this has been the Friday show, but there's other shows, like I said, on our podcast. We've got tomorrow on today's episode where I'll be talking about Cowboy Bebop, the live action show on Netflix that was canceled, unfortunately, too soon for its time. Then Weekend Wire on Sunday where Anthony talks about movies, uh, television shows, uh, news within that industry. Monday Madness, he talks about whatever he wants. Uh, Thursday, we've got the news desk, which is me again. 
Sorry to tell you, I've got more than one show on this podcast. And on the news desk, I will talk about video game news. Like lately, we've been talking about the Activision Microsoft uh, buyout or intended buyout. And yeah, then that's kind of our podcast lineup. It may change in the future. And like I said, in March, we are going to take some time off. So it's not going to be as frequent in March. Maybe one episode a week for us to check in on you. We can't leave you alone for too long. You're like a nine-year-old us from the past, riding your magical time-traveling bicycle. Anyway, you can get a hold of the podcast at Culture Jacked on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, sign up for those. Follow us there as well. I mean, that'll give you updates. I've had to cancel a couple recent episodes. I've had to delay episodes. And I do update on my social media accounts. Both Anthony and I are on TikTok. You can follow us there. He's got another YouTube uh, show that he that he does uh, where he talks all about comic books. You can check that out as well. All of that stuff is linked in the description uh, below. You can send us an email at culture.collective.x2 at gmail.com. It's a good way to get a hold of us, if you, especially if you don't want to be on social media because of all the vitriol and nastiness that, that goes on there. Or if you don't want to be manipulated, used, and abused by an algorithm. That's another way to not be, is just, you know, not be on that stuff. What else do I have to talk, talk to you about? I hope... You guys had a great week, and I hope your weekend is even better. Cheers. Cheers.